0: your audio up once we go yeah
1: all right we are live grace i don't know if you can hear me i hope so chad brown i see you there do not talk while we're talking because there's too much chatter going on so control yourself for a second not talk while we're talking because there's too much chatter going on all right Grace, i got serious feedback on your end i'm hearing my echo all right got on your end. Yeah. My end such a weird can you hear me now? I can hear you. I know you can. All right. Welcome to the running wallet. We are figuring out some audio difficulties right now. Oh, Grace seems to be with Chad Brown, and we have Jordan Coppenhafer on, who's running Eastern States this weekend. This is going to be a showdown show of the ages, and also some uh, some race prep strategy-type talk towards the end. So, with all that aside, it's Eastern States week, and we've got ourselves a fight. I get to be referee on episode number 23 tonight.
0: I'm Eric Idiot Runner cosek And I'm Grace Hot Pants Langheim. Eric is all business in the front of the pack, and I am all about the party in the back.
1: That's right, business up front and party in the back.
0: Together, we are the Running Mullet. And we are going to talk about every aspect of running, the podium to the DNF and everything in between.
1: If you are a runner, this show is for you. Now sit back, get out your foam roller, and enjoy the party.
0: Jordan. <laughs>
1: We lost our co-host. Tom, and that's all right. Hopefully like she'll be back. I'm sure she's figuring that audio issue out that they're having, and that's okay. We have plenty of time. Jordan Copenhaver, welcome to the show. Thank you, Eric. How are now you doing tonight? You are a uh, a have been a supporter from the beginning of this show, and and we very much appreciate it. And that's one of the reasons we wanted to have you on. So thank you.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: How is life? How are you feeling uh, leading up to
2: this Eastern States party? I'm feeling really good. I put in a big month of July training wise and uh, backed off the uh, past two weeks. took it nice and easy this past weekend, just kind of staying moving. and uh, I feel I feel recovered. I feel exactly where I want to be at this point in time uh, leading up to this weekend. That sounds like confidence to
1: me. I, it's hard to find people, myself included, that, that ever feel that confident going into one of these bigger, um, ultra races. So that, that must feel pretty good.
2: Yeah. I mean, I certainly get into those periods of self doubt, but I think you just, you know, need to trust the process, trust what, you know, works for yourself and stick to that plan. And I've, Although I haven't run the 100 mile distance in the past, I've run close to it when I did the standing stone trail unsupported. you know, that's 84 miles, 17,000 vert and did that in 32 hours. I carried all my own food, filtered water. So that took up time and uh, had zero, you know, interaction with people for that duration. So it's gonna be a different beast. Uh, That was in May. This is in uh, the heart of summer with humidity, going to be relatively high. So I'm just kind of, you know, looking at what I've done in the past and comparing. I know that I have it in me to get this complete.
1: Yeah, and you are doing, this will be the culmination of the Triple Crown, right? Heiner, World End, and Eastern States, correct?
2: That is correct, yeah.
1: Did Heiner and and uh, World's End go pretty smoothly for you, all things considered?
2: Yeah, they went uh, about as, to plan as a race ever does, you know, stuff always comes up that you need to work through and the longer you're out running, the more stuff comes up, but yeah, overall,
0: it was a plan.
2: Nice. All right. Give me a second. Grace, can you hear me?
0: I can hear you loud and clear, buddy.
1: Okay. Since that technical difficulty happened, we are switching up the format of the show and listening to Jordan first, and we will come back to you guys for the, the brawl of the century towards the end, is that all right with you?
0: Um, I'm totally in for it. (laughs) (laughs) I wanna hear everything. I've been actually been excited to hear about your plan, Jordan. Um, It's been a cool year watching you go after the Triple Crown and uh, can't wait to see how it goes for you this weekend.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: The weather's looking like it's pretty much fantabulous for you guys. I don't know if it could get any better for August in North Central PA.
2: Would no, you I mean, mean? we're spoiled what I'm about it, yeah. five six weeks ago with all that low humidity i knew that wasn't going to last so july was reality and uh it's going to continue with the i mean even
1: if it's humid though it's still low 80s i mean you can't yeah you can't complain with that it could be mid-90s you know yeah, it
2: could be like last week
1: yeah and the beauty of it is you get to go for a swim right before you get to absolutely. our aid station at 62. so i would I, say absolutely. i would I would recommend anybody that, that does this stream crossing and obviously they're going to, if they're running the race, I would take your darn time through there because I think it's going to help your body a lot.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm probably going to be coming through that area more towards the, uh, middle of the night time period, uh, based on my race plan, but it's probably still going to be quite warm. So it's going to be a nice refresher wading through the Creek. So let's talk about the race plan then. What
1: is your, I, I don't know, you know, people set up race plans differently. I, I prefer to have an A goal, which is pretty far reaching, I would say. Uh, and then a B and C, um, obviously happy with all three of them in the, in the long run. Um, how are you tackling this 100 miler being your first 100?
2: Yeah, so when I approach any sort of run, it's all about just going out having fun. I don't ever really have a competitive aspect to my running events that I participate in. Trail running's always been about like getting out and exploring wild parts of the world that uh, you can't otherwise get to other than by foot. Yep. And this is really no different. So it's part of North Central PA that I've been to before, but I haven't explored the entire Pine Creek area run parts of the course, but not in its entirety. So I'm, uh, approaching this as like an adventure per se, kind of like I'd do if I was doing, uh, a trail FKT and I don't really have a A B or C goal. My time goal is 34 hours. Um, and that's all just based on that gives me a buffer and. If I end up running faster, great. If I end up running slower, at least I still have two hours in the uh, bank to hopefully get it complete. My strategy is pretty much all about reducing stress. Um, that's kind of how I build my race plan. Just I'm all packed already, uh, as much as I can be. That way, I can just kind of sit back and relax this week, get through work, and be excited about the. Uh, the event this weekend because I know it's all going to come and go super fast. Gosh, you're so planned and so calm and cool.
1: How do I do this? I don't
0: And I think because I'm I'm also uh, you know Jordan we have this in common big time hikers right. So you and your wife do a lot of hiking, and I I always say there's two kinds of trail runners. Um, there are former road runners and hikers that also trail run. <laughs> And, and so that, is that an AT shirt that you have on right now? Is that the white blaze? Yeah. That is. Yeah.
2: Not this in hot springs when I, uh, was picking up my wife last nice. year when she was, uh, attempting
0: the AT. Fabulous, man. See, and I think that, uh, I, the things that you're talking about is a little more, I think of, of that hiker perspective of like, I'm just going to go out, have an adventure, have fun. I'm already packed, ready to go. How do you think your experience hiking and being out there for a long time on the trails is going to help you this weekend?
2: Uh, I mean, when you're out hiking, you're out there for a really long time. So Mm -hmm. there's no way around that. Uh, So time on your feet is critical. And a lot of my training is really based on hiking that I do with my wife. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really um beneficial for a race like eastern states where there's so much hiking involved with the race i mean there's a lot of steep uphill and it is not efficient to run that for that sort of mileage or duration so all the hiking that i've done in the past will certainly translate well to a race like eastern states and just the mental challenges that you face when you're hiking like comparing Doing a thru-hike to a long-distance trail race. There's a lot of mental challenges that are similar. And I think in a lot of ways, doing a long-distance hike is more challenging because you face the same mental things each and every day. Breaking down camp, being on your feet for 20 miles, setting up camp, sleeping out in the elements. It's a lot of stuff that in a trail race you get blasted with in a short amount of time. And if you can just push through it, you know, 36 hours, you can, you can get it done. You just got to keep moving.
1: Yeah. So you're not using any, uh, pacers, I assume.
2: My wife is actually pacing me the last 10 miles. Nice. Yeah. Least, uh, she's not a big trail runner. She's done a couple trail races. Uh, she did fire on the rocks actually up in, uh, you know, that neck of the woods. Yep. But, Um, she has so much hiking experience that I know she's going to do well, um, keeping me moving those last 10 miles. I thought it would be a cool experience to uh, include her as part of that aspect of my race. Well, yeah, (laughs) that's awesome.
1: It's a, and that's a great spot, you know, for anybody. That's one of the greatest things about Eastern States, I think, is the way they break the, the aid stations down towards the end, where you can pick people up at. I mean, there's some really short sections for, for you. Just take, um, loved ones, family members that don't run and they can still, let's face it. They can still stay up with anybody at that point and be a part of your race and, and even finish with you, uh, such a big accomplishment, accomplishment for anybody finishing this race. So it is, it is cool that it's able to be laid out like that.
2: Yeah, I definitely agree.
1: Oh, what else? Um, let's see. Let's hear about your fueling a little bit. What is your, you know, you're going out for a confident hike here by the sounds of it. But what do you have a fueling plan?
2: Uh generally I try to eat early and often. I never try to fall behind on my calories. If I'm feeling hungry, I know I'm already behind on my calories. So I know when I did the standing central stand trail, I ate a certain amount of calories every hour, and I literally would force myself to eat even if I wasn't hungry. I'm probably gonna follow a similar approach for Eastern states from the food perspective. Hydration is the other big aspect, especially this time of year. So I'm constantly going to be uh, maintaining my hydration. Uh, I don't want to fall behind on that because that's even harder to recover. And if you get dehydrated, eating just becomes more of a challenge because your body is overheating and just overall struggling. So I think it starts off with starting early and maintaining throughout.
0: Eat early and often. You hear that, Eric? Eat early <laughs> and often.
1: I hear wah wah wah. wah, wah. <laughs>
0: now I, I so I have an I want to hear your thoughts on this, Jordan. I was talking to someone who shall remain nameless earlier today about what they're going to eat the day before. And their two suggestions were a black bean burger or a salad to which I, I said, so tell me more about the stomach issues that you have during long races. (laughs) (laughs) And so Um, I always say no roughage. Eric, you say that. (laughs) He's very excited about this. No roughage. Uh, I don't what works for me and I just kind of stick to the same thing. And that's chicken and sweet potatoes. What do you do the day before?
2: Um, try and eat a little bit more than I normally would, but not a lot. I try and just stick to what I do generally would normally eat. I, I have, uh, some meals that are already prepped, uh, courtesy of my mom that I'm eating this week. Nice. Um, some stuffed shells and, uh, potatoes and pork, both casseroles and going to be eating that all week. So I think that's a good balance of the type of mm-hmm. nutrients, nutrition, nutrients that uh, I'm going to need on race day. Uh, on the way up, I always like to stop at sheets and uh, pick up whatever looks appealing. That's kind of how I approach races too. I don't necessarily have an objective of certain things to eat. I get into an aid station and eat what looks appealing. Um, Fortunately, stuff generally always looks appealing to me, but I know when I ran Twisted Branch, which was also an August race, I struggled a little bit more during the heat of the day uh, feeling hungry. So there's certainly going to be that point in time, and it's probably going to be a longer point in time duration-wise at Eastern States where stuff isn't as appealing and I'm just going to have to force stuff down. I generally do well with stuff that I don't need to chew. So my parents and wife, they're going to be crewing me and do really well with ensure plus drinks, yogurt Mm -hmm. drinks, Uh, I don't know why yogurt works so well for me during the summer, but it does. I absolutely love peanut butter during winter, but I cannot choke it down for the life of me when it's warm. So Hmm. I know what certain foods work and what don't. And generally during the summer, it's the, uh, the liquid types, but earlier in the race, I love eating pierogies, quesadillas, PB and J, that sort of stuff.
0: Nice. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. All kinds of carbs and protein leading up to it. So for that person who was, we were talking about dinner, no salad. Well, I
1: mean, but I would say, you know, leading the day before the week of leading up to race is not when you want to get crazy and try all kinds of different things either. You know, I have a salad every day for lunch and I would, I would be, I think and most most times during all before an ultra on that Friday before I still have a salad. Now, granted, my dinner is a little carb heavier, but yeah. I'm not. You know, just just because you eat somewhat healthy or you know your style doesn't mean you should change it up too much because
2: then you might have even more stomach problems. Yeah, I generally agree with that, and that's why I don't really change a whole lot uh, leading up to the race or the day before. I don't want to yeah. throw myself off balance from what I normally would have in me. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I think that's, I definitely don't go for the spaghetti dinner. I know some people do that and uh, it's too heavy because I don't normally have spaghetti.
1: Hmm. Same I day. like burgers. I like cheesesteak the night before it,
2: it works. I don't know. I'll probably have some nerves, you know, at that point in time since I'm there and uh mm-hmm. I'm going to have to pick my ch- food wisely, you know, stuff that is easy to eat. Where are you staying at Friday night? Got a cabin at Happy Acres straight across the street. Nice. Nice. It's a nice and convenient.
0: Mm-hmm. Morning yeah.
2: of, get down some coffee. Uh, I'm going to have two glazed donuts from Wawa. Uh, I like eating them in the morning before races. Well, I should be at the start line, so
1: if you need a pre-race hug along with the hug <laughs> at 62, just find me, okay? Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, I mean, it sounds like you're more prepared than as prepared as anyone, and that should
2: be that should be pretty exciting going into it. You're already packed, you said. Yeah, as much as I can have stuff packed, everything's laid out in my gear room downstairs. So it's all it's all, all out. It.
0: Now, are you are you doing Blacklist or just Triple Crown?
2: Yeah, Eric and I were uh, talking about that. So okay. I know as of this morning, there's 91 spots still open on okay. the uh, blacklist. So, okay, can interpret that as you please. But yeah, no, I will most likely be signing up for a Black Forest Sunday night. Nice. That is my now- job.
0: I mean, you and your wife went on some pretty epic hikes this summer as well. So, you know, flipping over to that side of it, do you have any big hikes scheduled for the back half of the year or heading into next year? What are you looking forward to on the hiking side?
2: Yeah, I actually have a pretty sizable hike three weeks after Eastern States. I'm going down to uh, the Smokies and uh, doing a section hike from um, Fontana Fontana Dam to the northern side of the Smokies. That's uh, 77 miles, about 20,000 vertical feet. So it'll be a really big push and I have an extra day built in too because there's a little bit of uh, a gap that I have of 15 miles that I'd like to bridge Mm -hmm. near Hot Springs, North Carolina. So maybe upwards in the uh, 90s too but it all depends on how I feel after Eastern States. I had an even more aggressive hiking itinerary planned out, but the more I thought about it, it was putting me in the uh, area of potentially being overuse injury Mm -hmm. realm. So I wanted to avoid that. So my wife, uh, she does all the uh, planning for me because she enjoys
0: doing that. <laughs> Me too.
2: <laughs> All right. Next year, next year, a lot of uh, Appalachian Trail hiking. Um, nothing official, but she'll potentially yeah. be out there a bunch next year. Fabulous!
0: Can't wait to watch. I'd like,
1: to, I'd like to do the whole PA section. Some rocks, I
2: know (laughs) that's actually where I do a lot of training. I try and train on stuff harder than what I'm gonna be racing on. Uh, If you can run on the Appalachian Trail, you can run, in my opinion, with all the rocks. All right, well,
1: we're gonna see you this weekend. You're gonna kick butt, everybody's gonna kick butt. It's gonna be a magical day um thank you for talking about
0: finish rate rate. that's what's going to happen yeah
1: thanks for talking about your your plan leading up to it and what you're doing afterwards um and we're gonna as long as you're cool with it if you need to go somewhere that's totally fine but we'll keep you on here if you're cool with it and you can join the the next little segment if you want to say anything try to try to get it in over grace if you can good luck with that (laughs) yeah i'll hang out but uh, yeah. uh is it. you do now, Grace. Grace, let me before you go crazy here. Let I I would Ooh. like to I would like to do this as like game show style. I don't know if you're okay with that. Like start like me being the ref, the game show host, and I, I you know I don't know what you were thinking. We didn't talk this through or kind of plan no. this. Through. Um, I don't know why Chad Brown is not on the camera. So you need to scoot your there. You go, oh, Oh, my God. All right. all right, stop that. No, first of all, Chad Brown, your, <laughs> etiquette, your etiquette. I was having an interview with Jordan, and I could hear you chomping your chips. All right, so stop. All right? Well, this is a show that goes on Spotify, Chad Brown. Nobody wants to hear you chomping your Doritos. All right? That, was, that wasn't me.
0: I do want to hear you chastise him some more, though. So that's- no. For those That's that don't edition. know,
1: this is the this is next to you, sitting next to you. And for those that are listening on Spotify, I'm sorry you can't see what's sitting next to Grace. This is the Chad Brown that we've talked about several times throughout mm-hmm. the show in the beginning of the show. He's he's a an interesting fella. <laughs> um we know he likes chips and french fries, no, he's just fries. really
0: loud. So
1: that the whole the thought of this, this segment here is you're Chad Brown, who are you crewing? Eric, Sarah. You're Sarah, Sarah. And, Okay, I,
3: we're kind of with both, both Eric and Sarah. But I'm more with Sarah.
1: Okay, so let's just say you're crewing Sarah and Grace. You're crewing Laura. Now, yeah. to to backtrack a little bit, the the trash talk here. I mean, what's happened here is this this. Um, um, division has come between you two as to who is the better crew. Am, am I correct?
0: That is correct.
1: So at, on the show tonight, we need to, to determine um, that that answer, right?
0: Oh, that'll be determined, I think, this weekend, right?
1: This weekend, yeah. But I mean, leading up to this, what this show is for is like why you are the better, why you feel like you're going to be a better crew. Am I oh, correct? Oh, there
0: will be trash talking. Yes. Okay.
1: So... Um, are you okay with the the format that I I put forth to you guys, or do you want to just like just fight on camera yeah, and everybody listens? We'll or well? We'll
0: I see. mean, I'm
1: I'm just thinking we start out with scenarios. I start out pretty light and keep the, the mood light, and you guys answer. And I it's a very tedious points um, sheet that I have here, and you'll get points based on oh. your answer. Oh,
0: okay. okay. Well, you just you just go for it
1: and we tally them up at the end. And that determines basically who, what runner from your crew is going to do best this weekend, I guess.
0: Well, see here, here's what I have is I have a point system that will be determined this weekend when we are actually out there, crewing our runners. Fair enough. You can figure out who's the better crew.
1: But the 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 best part about this show and what we have going on here is people won't be able to follow your shenanigans this weekend as much as listening in right now, right here with you. Tomb
0: slats, though.
1: Tomb possibly, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm talking about. yeah, it's got to and, be, yeah, just just it's gotta be a two parter. I think we we started off here and we finish it up over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. I agree.
1: And as of right now, we are. I am going to try very hard to go live at Tombs Flats for Eastern States, which will be the first know, first ever live live broadcast of, of Eastern States. Right, um, that is the plan to uh, to go live there and give updates as much as I can from Tombs Flats. So that's going to be super exciting. And by doing that, hopefully, the timing will work out where. Grace, I'll have you and or Chad on and uh, discuss how the day is unfolding for your runners and um, between you two, and if if there's been any fights or bloodshed.
0: There will be blood, Eric. You don't get a representative because they didn't want to come on the show. So
1: yeah, sorry. No, so, <laughs> all right. So let, let's get let's get down to it, so we don't take up the whole night here. Um. All right, so Chad and Grace. Yeah.
0: You're oh, right. and to, I think to clarify for anybody listening, there are two Eric's. There is an Eric Faree and there is an Eric Kosak.
1: Okay. Eric Von
3: Doodle. For Eric, Von Doodle <laughs>
0: <is running. laughs> Eric Von Doodle is running. Eric Von Doodle is running. And Sarah Wanger is also running. Sarah the White Rabbit. And then Chad is crew. Grace is crew. Laura is running. There's so many people. This is, it's, it's crew mania. Is what
1: right. it is. Okay. So let, I'm just going to go through the race, um, basically how it's going to unfold regardless on Saturday. And, and we'll kind of, I'm just going to come up with these off the cuff. So who knows what's how this is going to go, but I do have a, a very severe point system. So think wisely and answer correctly. You're so both of you as crew, Chad Brown and grace are crewing. Your runner wakes up morning of the race with severe diarrhea. Uh-huh. What do you, what do you do, or what do you tell them? I buzzed in first.
3: Yep, up, get this get running.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> so you, you tell them to just get running and nothing else. That's it. Yeah, just
3: take some extra toilet paper in the bag in your pack. That's okay. all you got to do. I
0: yeah. I put them in the shower. Get them, get them a fresh towel. I put my runner into the shower. Get them all cleaned up.
1: Give them a fresh towel and a block of cheese. Ooh. What about Would rice work? What kind rice. of cheese? Hold on. This, and this determines the points. What kind of cheese?
0: oh uh, Ooh. ooh. Got to go with uh, sharp
1: cheddar. Oh, man. You ooh. hit that on the head. Yeah. Man. <laughs> man. All right. Victoria. Grace, you got three points on that one. Chad Brown, you got 0.
2: 0.7. <laughs> what? Oh, 0. 0.7. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just because your runner did start the race, so you got to have yeah, some point thank, thank you. Thank you. All right. So, I mean, everything's going good. The first 50K, I think we know of this race is the hardest. Um, Jordan, I don't know. You take whatever advice you want, but I would say that first 50K is when you want to kind of chill out and enjoy the day and not get caught up in anything. Because if you take it easy there, it's going to pay dividends in the end. Um, I tell that to everybody. The last twenty-three miles, you can move pretty good if you have anything left. But appreciate the advice. So you come in. To, let's let's go into Heiner. You're coming into Heiner pretty hot from the day, and um, chafing is bad just from the vest. You know, um, rib cage, back, sports bra, chafage. Matt um, uh-huh. <laughs> Brown, what do you do? Oh, who's going to ring in here first? Ladies first. Go ahead. Okay, Grace, go ahead
0: okay this is easy we've already pre-taped yeah we've already pre-taped the kt
1: so there's no chafage at all because you're you were on top of it so much
0: we were on top of it that morning i had the kt tape ready to go it was already taped
1: did you do did you think about crotch chafing i mean there it is it could happen
0: oh absolutely Uh, butthole has been uh, looped and the cracks have been looped. You gotta do
1: the cracks, you gotta do all the cracks in the hole. Yeah, all right, Chad Brown. How how do you handle the butthole and the uh, the rib cage?
0: (laughs) How do I
3: handle the butthole? (laughs) Well, with Sarah, that'd be up to her. I know her boyfriend, he's a good guy. So I, I would not touch the butthole. <laughs> and, uh, the rib cage. I'd probably tell her maybe change shirts, maybe put a shirt on. Put a little more uh you know, maybe maybe little what's that, two toms or whatever that stuff is. Uh, the chain basket. We could uh, use are, the nut butter. We you need to know
0: that. you need to know what your runner uses. Which type of lube does she use? It all
3: comes in her bag. So I'm saying.
0: Mine uses two times. Thank you. Nut God.
3: butter. We we could put a little nut butter on there, but maybe put a a shirt on and uh, continue on. There's no stopping.
1: Now, if if you're out of nut butter, do you just spit on it, Chad Brown, or is that a no-no?
3: I when do we work up? Yeah, we would probably spit on it a little bit. No, no, we would not spit on it. That that kind of irritate it even more. <laughs> so. I would borrow. I would borrow little nut butter, off a of yeah. Somebody, yeah, it, Maybe it flows pretty more freely. Maybe the have extra.
1: The uh, the lubes flow real freely at these aid stations, so it is always nice. I mean, if you do have a point where you're panicking something, it's not there, your crew's not there, it's always easy to find, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna ask somebody. I know a couple of people I'd ask around, like see if I, I can find some.
0: I would share my lube.
3: You would, would share you your lube? I, I would, hey, we would, Grace and I, would at least share lubes. Yeah, we would, share yeah, we would lubes. swap lubes. Yes.
1: OK, well, that's good of you being competitors and like that's that's nice of you.
0: Yeah, teamwork. I mean, when it's, it's all for, let me be clear, this competition is over who is best crew. It is it is not uh I don't know what that is. It is, <laughs> it is uh, supporting all of the runners out there. And I think a really good crew person will support runners who are not theirs. I think that is a sign of superior crew.
1: I think, yeah. And I think most of the crew you would see this weekend are going to do just that. Uh, yeah. That's the beauty. I'm that's the beauty Grace of the sport. It
3: really is,
0: is. with me on all the questions. I'm
2: with you.
1: I
3: really, I, whatever Grace answers, I'm going to second that.
0: Yep.
1: All right. So Maybe
3: let's
0: go
1: with the same aid station. We're, we're, in, we're at Heiner, which is a good chunk into the race. Things have kind of settled down and everything. And your runner comes in with a sprained ankle. Um, they can't currently run. Um, it's swelled up, and you still have 60, 60 some miles left of the race. They're saying it hurts. What do how? What do you're you're basically at this point? You're starting to become their their central nervous system and their brain. Yeah. Um, what do you do? I would probably tell him to tape it up. Go find Lee.
3: He would tape it up for him real good. And just tell them to go on to the next aid station. We'll see how it feels in. Maybe drink a ham's beer, our sponsor, by the way. And then uh, maybe a shot of fireball. But yeah, move on, tape it up, move on, walk a little bit. You have to walk, but just keep going, keep going forward one step at a time. Right? Great
0: seconds, at great seconds. At. Hold on now. Oh, yeah. Now, who are you sponsored? Who are your sponsors?
3: Oh, by the way, I'm sponsored by York Ridge Runners, Ham's Beer. Cheap Charlie's bail bonds, and TJ's pleasure den.
0: There you go. Just in case you were wondering,
1: that's a lot of sponsors.
0: Well,
3: I get around. He's I get expensive. around. I get around.
0: He's expensive to have on the show. It cost me a lot. Um, so, I think the the most important thing that uh, <laughs> that Chad said was wait. You know, see how you feel at the next aid station. So, not thinking about the next you know, 53 miles that you have to do, but just to get to the next aid station, how does that feel? Um, So I'm going to go with, yeah, I agree with Chad on this one. It's what do we have to do to get you to the next aid station and then reassess when we get there?
1: Fair enough. Yeah. There's always, you can always uh, do a couple more miles just to test things out, right?
0: Yeah. There's nothing better than listening to Eric Von Doodle giggle. Yeah, yeah. He is having a blast. And his giggles are the
1: best. All right, so we come into Tombs Flats aid station, you you cross the creek, the yeah. the ankle, let's forget that even happened. Um, Tombs Flats slate run aid station where it used to be is is a popular hell, oh, man, I, I'm not even gonna say it. It, it i don't i'm not gonna forget i even started saying anything it's a it's a hard one to get out of let's put it that way it's the 100k point in the race mm-hmm. it's getting dark or is dark for many runners at this point yeah. and death has rolled in and it's it's really hard to stay motivated a lot of it seems like a lot it's a lot of lows for people at that point not saying any anybody that is listening is going to have a low at that point but uh You know, stomachs turn, and they can't swallow another calorie. And they they come in and say, "Grace, Chad, I, I can't. I don't know if I can do this. I I haven't eaten in three hours, and uh, I I think this might be it. What are you doing? What do you do with them?
0: I, you know, I know what advice I would give Sarah too, which is different than what I would tell (laughs) Laura. Let me
3: see." you tell what you're saying and I'll see what I'm thinking.
0: <laughs> um, so first off, anybody who was excited about this race is now scared. So that's super. Fun. <laughs> no, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. You're going to be fine. Uh, but <laughs> let's say stomach has turned. Um, I might have them uh, just sit for a minute. I might try some different things. Like with Laura, it's going to be maple syrup. I'm going to see if I can get her to take in some maple syrup. Um, and I'm going to pack her vest full of a ton, a ton of things. She, I believe, gets a um, pacer by now. So I'm going to. Oh, oh, um,
1: Becky. Yep.
0: Yeah. With Becky. So by that point, I'm mostly going to talk to the pacer and not so much Laura and say, you know, she's got to eat and she's got maple syrup. She has all the, here's what she has with her and uh, see if you can get her to eat and then have her work it out while she's out on the course.
1: And if you're Jordan, just, just point this out, like, and there's going to be a lot of people with no pacers at that point, you deal with those demons in your head the best you can. And you continue on, right, Jordan?
2: Yeah. I know everything comes and goes. I feel like shit for a while. I feel amazing. And I try and, you know, bring that back to reality because the amazing only lasts for five, 10 seconds, but yeah, everything comes and goes. Yeah.
1: Speak. Bob Bauer told me last week at, at the crazy mountain lottery. He said, just remember when you're in a low, you every second that goes by, you're that close to getting to the next high. And it's, it's a good point when you have, all you have is yourself to battle the demons with. Now, what, what,
0: what, what advice would you give Sarah? Cause I know what I would tell Sarah. I would
3: probably tell her, like you said, just sit down, relax, a couple of, get, get some deep breaths in, just relax, chill out for a minute or two. Maybe take a little chicken broth or vegetable broth, something there just to settle the stomach a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe like some like blander food, maybe a pierogi, something that doesn't really have a strong taste or anything, a lot of strong aftertaste. Maybe get a couple pierogies. And like I said, then uh, I'm not sure who her pacer is at that point. Yeah. Tiffany, I would tell, like, like, so, like I said, like, maybe. Just tell Tiff to keep talking to her, keep her mind off of her issues and just give her encouragement and kind of, but yeah, give her something a little lighter, like, yeah, just more car. Like the- I
0: got a better answer. Okay. I want Eric to tell me if I'm okay. right. I have a better answer. Eric,
3: come over here on camera,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I So Sarah.
3: Maybe a hams.
0: <laughs> if, if her stomach turns, I would see if she can puke. And I would encourage her to puke. Is
3: that back to the butthole stuff?
0: And it, no. Oh, okay, okay. This has nothing to do with her butthole.
3: Okay. <laughs>
0: <So> <laughs> I would encourage her to puke because it makes her feel better. Um, and then I would send her with food and have her eat it like in the next 20, try again in 20, 30 minutes. What food would you puke. have
3: her eat? That's, who's right? Okay. Ah, no! No! Get out Get going, get going. Get
0: That's going.
3: what she did at Manitou's. She stuck her finger down her throat puked. She was good. To hold and us she's us. fine.
0: Yeah.
1: Then yeah. she's fine. Man, I should. I should really. I wish I could try to do that. I've never stuck my finger down my throat to puke, but there's times <laughs> that I feel like it would help. But just to clarify on on this line of questioning, Grace, you just earned Chad five points somehow. So great job. Hey, what about the shirt? <laughs> that's that's five
0: points there. My shirt is my shirt is inspiring all of the runners out there this weekend a little robert frost the woods are lovely dark and deep but i have promises to keep and miles to go before i I sleep that's pretty good (laughs) inspiration (laughs) for the weekend
1: so i mean i guess it's going to keep coming down to, to how to get your runner out of the aid station more than anything i mean we get to we move on to Blackwell aid station which is the last giant one before the end of the race 23 miles left a lot of runnable stuff from there to the end. Uh, Even if you're not running, it's a lot of stuff you can shuffle faster on than, than most of the course. Um, But they roll, they roll into Blackwell just, just uh, drained and and dead. What is the secret sauce that gets them to the finish at that point? Is it the pacer? Is it food? Is it your motivational speaking? Is it all the above?
0: Bob
1: what Bauer. Oh, Bob
0: that's Bauer. my answer. <laughs> that's my answer. Bob Bauer. That's it.
1: And he—he he is your your runner, Laura's p- pacer from Blackwell to the finish.
0: Yep, that's Laura's yeah. pacer. I and I think I think just about anybody. I would say if they have a pacer, that would be my yeah, answer. You heard. put it into the pacer's hands at that point, and I think. That. Stop it. Oh. And I think, I think also, you know, you try to try to get your runner, get everybody else away from your runner. I think uh, at that point, having too much commotion around can be really um, distracting and not helpful at that point. So I try to keep everybody else away, play a little bodyguard, get out, look at that, get out that gun right there, and get Whoa. that out.
1: You got a permit look, for look
0: that? At look at his shoulder. Look at that.
1: So. I would, I, would add, I would add in there real quick before Chad even has answered to come up some garbage that he's going to say is uh, Blackwell, Blackwell is a good spot for a sock and shoe change just for mentality. Um, whether you think you need it or not, obviously, it's got to be a pair that you're confident with and comfortable with. But it, that's one of those spots, in my opinion, that can kind of give you new life. You climb up Gillespie Point, which is the last giant climb, and then, you, you know, you have that nice, fresh feel to you. And at this point, for most people, it's get, turning daylight or after daylight, and it's a new day, new person, and you get to crush that last 20 miles.
0: Right? Yeah. And I think uh, that is a little bit of a sneak preview into what will take us into part two of this challenge of (laughs) crew (laughs) mania. Jeez, I got scared. My Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, Uh, because we will have some points, point systems over the weekend. One of them, which we will not, this won't be with our runner but it will be with someone else because again the, the runners we wish everybody the best 100 percent finish rate this is more about who's best crew so a couple of the uh feats of strength I will call them for this weekend one is the fastest time to strip socks and shoes and then replace them without the runner's help now not with our actual runners we'll use a stand-in because we don't want to hold up our our actual runners Fastest time to refill two bottles without spilling water all over the person's hands. Like uh, Five-question quiz about the race rules because in the Eastern States Post, they say your crew should know all of the race rules. So we will be quizzed on the race rules. Um, bum, bum, bum. A surprise check to see that your crew is always carrying essential items. Best car bed. Uh, Fastest time in and out of stations, positive poker face, being able to say a convincing, you're crushing this to your ashen runner who's barely making cutoff times or barely making it out of the aid station. Best at cheering your runner into aid stations. We have a couple more, but we are going to do some measurements this weekend and see who is actually the best crew at Crewmania.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I like it. They're all they're all good things. And all kidding aside, it's all stuff that the, the crew should be pretty efficient at um, mm-hmm. most of those things. And it's it's funny, you know, It when when pressure's on, it's pretty darn hard to fill up a water bottle, you know, when it, when like you're shaking like, oh, just it's, mm-hmm. it sounds simple, but it's hard. So good stuff. And, uh,
0: yeah, I mean, I, and I just heard this not too long ago. Faith, you were talking. <laughs> we we had one of our listeners chime in and say, this is great entertainment while I'm breast pumping in my garage. I also somebody saw somebody use a breast pump, um, the, the, the cup, for uh, helping to make sure that all of the stuff gets into the like funnel. The, yeah,
1: it works really well.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's all kinds of things you can do to get ready for this weekend. And it looks like we might have uh, another surprise yes. challenger in the ring. Team uh, Kip? Team Kip might be entering into the ring. I don't know. So we're going to see how this goes.
3: Who's Team Kip? Who's Team Kip? Kip. Yeah, but who's uh, who's team? Kip, oh, Kristen. Team? Kristen? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> we were contenders, we said.
1: All right. Well, the score as of right now. I've, I've added up all the questions and who earned what is Grace has 77 and Chad Brown has 4. <laughs> <laughs>
0: With a <laughs> Math wasn't a strong point. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just got very scared on their run. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, we're gonna let's end this show right now. Um, I think we got a feel for what's gonna happen this weekend. Uh, I look forward to being on the other side of things at the aid station. It's gonna be super exciting. I have many hugs prepared, loaded, locked, cocked, and ready to give. Um and I look forward to seeing you all. Jordan, thank you so much for joining us and thank you for supporting the show um, from the the beginning. It means more than you know. And everybody else that's listening in and commenting, we really do appreciate it.
0: Yeah, and I really uh, do wanna thank my hosts for the evening, uh, Eric Von Doodle and Sarah, who was busy spending time with, uh, she's spending time with other parts of her family. Um, mm-hmm. not the son. I know. Ethan, Ethan's you got left behind. I said parts of her family. You're you're part of it. She didn't take the whole family. Yeah, here,
3: hey, Ethan is here, they, her son, but his hair isn't on point. They, <laughs> that's why it's
0: <he's> not okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, but that's always <laughs> on point. What, what? Sarah, you no, me or Eric? <laughs> Sarah decided to take the the girls out to watch the the Barbie movie tonight left the boys behind for the podcast that was a mistake <laughs> <laughs> and but they've been awesome gracious hosts and just fun people in my life who i i love having in my life so i appreciate them hosting me over at their house and chad what, brown it? joining and chad brown for the record is the reason why i met mr eric Kozak. so oh you're welcome thank
3: you, chad. hey grace is an awesome person
0: so eric's
3: Good guy, awesome guy, but terrible at math.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so glad could uh, have you on, Jordan. And i uh, will have to have you on again when Chad's not around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely,
2: guys. I appreciate you uh, giving me the opportunity to join in and uh, chatting with you all. Absolutely. It's fun
3: Jordan, I'm available next year, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, everybody, have a great night. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week for the Post-Eastern States Rundown. Good night.